and welcome to the SEO Podcast, Unknown Secrets of Internet Marketing. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Another fun-filled Friday. Got some great in- social media stuff for you today. We missed the show last week. We're going to make up for it this week because this show's going to be amazing. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wow. Wow, I'm gonna be amazing. Get started. <laughs> you didn't get the notes, right? <laughs> the amazing notes. <laughs> They're all for me. I get to present the amazing stuff. Uh, as usual, we want to talk about uh, our last podcast. The tip from our last podcast was use 301 redirects instead of canonical whenever you can. And frankly, that's straight from Matt cuts his mouth. So that's what's up. That's pretty powerful. The horse himself. The the horse. I have so many pieces of paper here. I don't even know where to get started. How about a review? How about a badass review? How about oh, two badass reviews? We'll get to That's you in a minute, Dean, because we've got uh, <laughs> we've got our little letter here. Um, here we go. The SEO go-to guys. This is by Aaron Thomas. I've been listening to your podcast. I'm going to read this fast because it's pretty long and it's worth it. I've been listening to this podcast for a year now. I've dramatically increased my knowledge about SEO, PPC, SMM, IM, and SEVO, which is, if you guys haven't been listening, don't know, it's search engine visitor optimization. When I listened to my first episode of this podcast, I almost deleted this podcast from my <laughs> iTunes account. We get this a lot, don't we? We should delete the first podcast. Yeah, yeah, I, well, no, I don't know. I think it's the first podcast he ever listened. Like, we need to... It's it's the Geno time limit, right? Okay. Anyway. Uh, uh, because I don't didn't understand their jokes and was waiting for them to stop laughing and get to the meat. Uh, there is no meat here, by the way. Yeah. Uh, that would have been a loss because two episodes later I found myself laughing out loud at their jokes and now I look forward to watching their live podcast whenever I'm in the office and never miss listening to the podcast episode. Uh, sometimes I listen to an episode multiple times during the week. Huh. What's up, man? You know, that's not in our advertising statistics. If you could actually just send us an email every time you listen to one. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Everybody. Don't, don't do that. No. Um, Chris, Paul, and Chuck are the real deal and are experts in what they do. Do yourself a favor. Listen to them every week. If you run a business, do yourself a bigger favor and hire them. That is what's up. That is, yeah. Uh, Aaron Thomas, Your World Productions. Uh, thank you, Aaron Thomas. You'll get a big punch in the face whenever we see you. Um <laughs> it reminds me of that video that the I think it was uh, Darren Bowie posted of the punch, the slow the slow-mo oh, punch, man, that high was great. speed uh, <laughs> cinematography. All right, let's do something else, a little bit of news, and then we'll get to the other review. I just don't want to keep reading. Uh, did anyone hear Frito Lay set a world? By the way, what did the potato chip say to the battery? I'm Frito Lay. If you're ever ready. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, They set a Guinness book. uh, They set a Guinness record. They're in the Guinness Book of World Records. They got 1.5 million likes, and and unfortunately, in my little note here, it doesn't say in what time frame. Mm -hmm. We'll say 24 hours. When did uh, social media likes become a Guinness? I record in the Guinness yeah. Book of World Records. When I grew up, I wasn't uh, waiting for someone to finally <laughs> fill that one category. That, yeah, like, when did that become? That was my first thought. I mean, that's awesome. Uh, that's very cool. But as, like I said, I like some certain companies that I purchase their products. But uh, there has to be something after that initial offer for me to like it. Because then, if you're just talking, like, I like Quiznos, and they just start talking about their sandwiches, like, I don't care. 
Yeah. If you give me a dollar off coupon, hey, yeah, I'll, I'll continue to like I, it. I might even read some of your yeah, crap about exactly, your sandwiches. Yeah. Um, and go back and listen. We've got a really good social uh, podcast about you know how to be social uh, and what things you need to include in your uh, social marketing campaign. Um, we had a question on our Facebook page from Gareth Perkin. Uh, what do we think of HTML5? Paul, take it away. Uh, I think that HTML5 <laughs> is going to come before HTML6 and after HTML4. <laughs> but I'm still not. I'm still not like He's still I'm about there. 90. I'm like 90 percent. That may not. It may happen some other way. Yeah, yeah. You know, kind of, sorta. Not really. Um, <laughs> let's be honest. Uh, we were not doing anything with HTML5. I do know that HTML5 is supposed to incorporate video, uh, and I know some of that is already available. Uh, there's some, been some video sites that have been on that that actually say go ahead and use the HTML5 version. Um, so uh, I know that's coming. I think there's some good advantages to it. I think really, uh, at least from what I understand, the technologies that are behind HTML5 are actually going to have impact on Flash because okay. they're more dynamic. You can do videos, and so if you can do all of that with HTML5, who needs Flash? Needs Flash. You know what that would do? That would actually make the iPhone useful. Oh, that, that's what's up. That would, it really would. So the, this is like a heaven send from for Apple for Mr. Jobs. Yeah. Um, Guy Nimney uh, says that we needed a video podcast for our iPhone, and it's funny he sent that a week after we filmed our first video podcast. We're actually starting a new podcast. Uh, it is a video podcast, and it is. Um, our five-point analysis for websites that people have sent in, and we'll do those five-point analysis, and the video will be available. We did the first one. We're working out some organizational issues, if you will, uh, uh, on our podcast. So those are coming soon. I have this note because these are notes from last week. Uh, ben Laden's dead. Oh, <laughs> that's what's up. <laughs> Real? Uh, Julia, Julian Assange with WikiLeaks says that Facebook, Google, and Yahoo are tools for U.S. intelligence. <clears throat> I feel like they make me smarter. Yeah. Well, you know what? I uh, I completely agree. Because about a year, year and a half ago, uh, there was a guy who got who robbed a bank, did something, and he got caught because of his Facebook posts. I don't remember that. What an idiot. What did he, he was like? He was like uh, he, the kid was like 16 years old. He stole a plane and flew to the Bahamas. When I was and like, then posted like, yeah, <laughs> flying, li- exiting ex airport, <laughs> just landed in the Bahamas. Checked in at uh, <laughs> Kingston International, you know. So I, but it, it makes sense. It's a great way to track people. Uh, I've actually heard two cases where uh, guys did something wrong and then popped up on their social media and got caught because of social media. So I could, I could definitely believe that. Uh, he says, and I like this quote: "Facebook is the most appalling spy machine that has ever been." Invented. Uh, you know what? Don't participate. Hat to Google. Like, don't participate. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. It, like, if if you think Facebook's a spy machine, don't participate. I know several people yeah. that refuse to get on mm. social media. Um, but Google is the biggest spy machine ever. Facebook yeah. is. Uh, I didn't add that video of the Google toilet uh, to our <laughs> Facebook page, which just sounds funny and actually it's hilarious. Uh, a little shout out. Uh, I'm sorry. Excuse me little punch in the face uh, to a couple new clients. We've actually got uh, 
AOPS, and, and it's actually CA Edwards. They're a, a security consulting firm, and that's like worldwide security consulting firm. Um, they're, they're also uh, do training through their AOPS website, and we're working on another website for them, and they've got a couple more. We're excited to be working with them. We actually just nailed down their seal uh, for their new business uh, yesterday. That's really exciting. Uh, and then a Houston Appliance Repair. Um, it's another appliance company that we're taking care of here in Houston, and uh, they got a, a, an appropriate budget, and we're going to knock it out of the park for them. That's pretty exciting. Um, I've got this question, but I want to get back to this review because I think uh, I think this one's actually better than the last one, even though he did say hire us. This is That's what's up. believe it or not, I love these guys. I'm, I'm <laughs> what a great way to start. <laughs> it gets Contrary better. to popular belief. <laughs> I am probably the most unlikely listener of these guys. I'm a middle-aged grandmother, but I do have over 50 websites, and I'm always looking for SEO advice. By the way, 50 websites? Wow. Wow, yeah. I visited one. I visited her, uh, thefrazzledhomemaker.com. It was pretty cool. Um, these boys kind of grew on me after a while, <laughs> like a wart. Literally, that's what that's what she said. And then she does say, "Just kidding." <laughs> At first, I felt like I was listening to my twenty-something son joke around with his pals. We, we wish we were twenty. <laughs> uh, but there were also some great nuggets in that chatter. Not to mention all the latest SEO news. Now I look forward to listening to them and am disappointed when the episode on my iTunes turns out to be a rerun. Keep up the good work, boys, and please, no punch in the face for me. It'd be like hitting your mom. Oh. Uh. We won't. Uh, That's cool. That is very cool. That's really cool. But uh, we we got to delete the first couple podcasts, man. <laughs> no, no, it's the first minutes of the podcast. It's like when they first uh, listen. Like so far, we haven't even covered much information, so we should hurry up and do it. Um, Darren Bowie on a chat as we were preparing for the podcast last week that didn't happen asked that we talk about managing expectations for SEO clients. Okay. And I thought uh, I thought that would be pretty good for you to handle. Um, I would say, well, yeah, let's start that. Managing your expectations for your SEO clients. People, uh, SEO is still a lot of smoke and mirrors to a lot of people, so they don't understand it. And you're going to have to educate them as, as to exactly what it is. Telling someone, yeah, I can get you on the first page of Google. I can do this. I can do that. You know, people are going to get charged up and, yeah, this and that. So I think it's important to really say, yeah, you're not going to be on the first page tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. You know? And I, I, we always tell that to everybody. You're not going to be on the first page tomorrow. You're not going to have buttloads of business tomorrow. Uh, this is something that takes time to develop. And I think it's important to explain that to people up front. Hey, don't expect this in 30 days. Uh, it's going to take time to develop that relationship, to build those links, to have that quality content. And people need to understand that. This is an investment for your website for the long term, right? So... You know, I think if you explain that to people up front, they'll get it and they'll understand. But if you don't, then you're in a situation where they're like, well, hey, well, why isn't this or why isn't that? You know, but now you can say, hey, we remember we talked about this. It's 30 days, 60 days out, you know, 90 days. But remember, one, you know, once you're there and you're optimizing, you're going to be there unless somebody out optimizes you. So remember, this is for the long haul. You know, explain that to all of your clients. Make sure that they understand it. And then that'll help. Um, it'll help your relationship as it continues on. And then, you know, once you're on the first page, they'll, they'll pretty much take your advice yeah, for everything. Yeah, yeah, they see the yeah. business that's coming in. Hey, whatever you need, all right, done. Here's a check. Sign it. Well, I think I've got two points I can add to that. You know, one of them is uh, we always provide reports. Um, and a lot of SEO people out there will actually just, you know, automate an email going out as a report, uh, typically because SEOs, 
most typically a monthly service, um, you're, you'll, have, you'll have a client on credit card and people will just say, okay, uh, the credit is, this is great. It's totally automated. My credit card system charges their credit card. My you know, Google Analytics sends them an email. My uh, keyword position tool actually sends them an email too. So how everyone, who could be, how could we be happier? And our answer to that is, well, send a paid invoice and send a full color report. Uh, because people don't read emails uh, where they'll at least glance at a full color report. And we actually mark up by hand our full color reports because that's an indication that we're actually working and looking at the reports for our clients. Uh, so I think that's one. The other one is, um, just, uh, just for instance, uh, Houston Appliance Repair. He stopped doing uh, a particular campaign that was actually working okay for him. And he came here and we started talking about SEO and that's what he was interested in. So I got him on board with SEO and then I said, you know, you, that's SEO. You just ended a campaign that was working for you yesterday. We need to get started on getting you business, you know, as soon as possible. Mm -hmm. And to do that, we really need to do pay-per-click. So you need to effectively match that budget with pay-per-click uh, so that we can get some business going your direction. And so it's really kind of the holistic approach that gives you um, th that ability to, to, I think, manage the expectations of the clients. Perfect yep. example of managing expectations. He also asked uh, about a privacy policy, and, and we said a privacy what? <laughs> uh, you know, we are, uh, today I was listening on the way in um, to, uh, I think it is the director of the Houston Symphony. By the way, if you guys don't know, Houston has a symphony. Actually, we have all the major arts, which is pretty cool. And he's new, and they asked him what he thought of Houston, and he said, well, Houston is actually a world, he's from Philadelphia, I think. Houston is actually uh, a world-class city. It's got you know world-class arts. It's got world-class parks. It's got and I was like, yeah. And they have a world-class podcast. Huh? It's the SEO podcast. We have a listener in Stellenbosch, uh, South Africa, which is uh, not too far from Cape Town, and Georgetown. Here's a good one. Here's your test for your ge geography. It's Guyana. Where is Guyana? Africa. Well, it, just, it just depends. British Guyana is in the Caribbean. Yeah. Good job. Good job. Yeah. My roommate. Shout out to my homeboy, Quan Bomb. He's from British Guyana. Oh. <laughs> oh. That's cool. That's cool. All right. So, um, oh, and I wanted to get this last thing here. Um, uh, this is from Gareth Perkin also on our Facebook page. Uh, hey, Paul, Chris, and Chuck. I've noticed a few websites, competitor sites, rank really well, yet they break all the SEO rules. You guys say not to do uh, keyword stuffing, etc. They've been doing it for years and still rank well. Kick-ass podcast, by the way. I crack up when Paul says, said, don't be a douche regarding flash sites. I was doing a flash app at the time. <laughs> um, you know, well, there's a couple things to say here. One, if they're really doing some uh, some obviously black hat. You know, keyword stuffing is, you could probably call it gray hat. Um, but black hat, like if they're... If they're showing one result to the Google bot and and not in a different result to the Google user, then you can actually report them. There's a way to report them. Um, you could try and report these guys for what they're doing uh, already. And you know, think about what we're always saying: is it providing a bad experience to the Google user? If you really believe that, and it's not just because they have a bad service or because they're a competitor, it might be worth reporting. Um, Otherwise, uh, do you know what we tend to do if somebody's outperforming us is understand what they're doing and do it better. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, use some of what they're doing, do it better, do it more intelligently, 
and uh, you know learn from people who who are you know placing well. Uh, here's what I'd say: Don't if you're they're, eventually they're going to get caught. I see this all the time. People are keyword stuffing, stealing content. We've seen someone actually scrape our not not stake scrape copy our content and then rank really well. Uh, don't ever do it for a client. Don't ever do it for your main site. But hey, if you want to build a micro site and black hat that sucker all the way, hey, knock yourself out. But you'd, I'd never say do it for never do it for a client. It's, don't ever do it for your main branded website. That can that can be a good way to kind of learn you know push the envelope mm-hmm. and learn learn stuff uh, and understand at some point it's probably going to get banned. Yeah. Especially if you let me know what it is and I yeah. report it. <laughs> All right, uh, we've got some information here. Let's bring uh, Charles. Charles is actually just in from Baltimore. Uh, he was over at a big advertising firm. Um, he's going to tell us a little bit about that, and he was given a presentation. He did a little bit of SEO wrapping over there. So um, that's what's up. Yeah, that was here, I've got some news, man. Uh-oh. Uh oh. I'm sure guys know about this. Facebook got busted this week, right? Facebook was doing a smear campaign on Google. And they call it a whisper campaign because they weren't blatantly going out and saying Google sucks. But they were kind of slowly walking over to to major media sources and saying, hey, Google sucks, you should print that. And they got caught, right? They went out to a PR firm and uh, stole his blank stare. Oh man, go ahead, dude. (laughs) Uh, So go ahead, finish it up, Chuck. Okay, well, we rewind for a second and give them a blank stare. Ooh, that was good. That was a good one. The better ones. That was one of the better ones. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what they did was it's a shame. uh, It's a shame some people are just listening and don't actually get to see that blank stare. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, well, shout out to the five people that are watching. Woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> so check it out. So so yeah, not only were they whispering to these other people about you know uh, put out some bad pub, they went and hired, you know, they hired a, a PR person, real big PR company, a huge yeah, PR same PR part. company that was um, handling um, Hillary's presidential 08 campaign. Oh wow! Yeah, good size. Yeah, good size, and they were um, going out. They they contacted a top blogger, basically told mm-hmm. the blogger, look, we got some data, you should post about it, we'll mm-hmm. guarantee that your post ends up on Huffington Post and stuff like that. The blogger came back at him like, well, who's paying y'all to do this? Mm-hmm. They said, we didn't want to release no names right now, <laughs> but it's a big deal, you should do it. The blogger declined, and not only did he decline, but turn around and posted <laughs> the series of emails. And he called a WikiLeaks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't he make me WikiLeaks this conversation. <laughs> he posted all the emails. So, so Facebook, yeah, blank stare to you. Um, get, 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 get it together. <laughs> get it together, man. Like It's not that serious. You got a grip on social already. Google has attempted social mm-hmm. several times and have failed. And so, which leads me to believe that this new social circle that Google that is doing, Google, yeah. maybe maybe it's got some value. Yeah, to maybe it. it's got something unique to yeah, it. Yeah, that they know about that we're not fully aware of yet. Well, we know. I mean, Google has the data, right? If they put the right marketing campaign, they really should be able to build a lot of momentum. You know, I was thinking last night. You know, Google created their own Groupon, mm-hmm. but you know, I think forever, or at least until they really spend some serious bucks on marketing. It'll be known as Google's Groupon. Yeah. It's not going to be known as X or whatever they call it. Google. Yeah. Well, Google. everyone. That's that's <laughs> true for yeah. offers. Yeah. Uh, and Facebook deals. Everyone is going to call it Groupon, Groupon because they're 
the first it's one branded. in the, yeah. the game. It's like Coke. Yeah. There you go. Give me a Coke. We'll, we'll, well, you know that isn't. You know that <laughs> is in the South. You know up north they actually there's a distinct. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's different. Yeah, he's, you've been up to Michigan. Yeah, that's uh, that's just how it is. Kleenex. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, give me a uh, Kleenex. Give me a, give me a Kleenex. Uh, I think it was kind of like that for energy drinks where everything was Red Bull, and I think now people have kind of accepted there are other other. Rockstar. Ones. Yeah. But uh, hey, that you know, Facebook, come on, man. You know, and I, I listen. And this is just a general life rule. You know, you should never have to put down somebody else to make yourself feel better. So if you feel threatened, hey, come on. Unless you're in a rap battle. Oh yeah. I was, <laughs> I was rap battling in my head last night, and I was I was killing it. Yeah. <laughs> I was out with Boston. I think you said Baltimore. Baltimore. Oh, I, oh yeah, okay. Boston. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Arnold, man. Had a great time with you guys. Um, be glad to come back. Just let me know. Uh, well, a real cool company, man. They doing some big things over there. They do some big stuff, huh? Um, I have a, uh, I have something. That we're, unless we're gonna jump in, I have something that I read this week. I learned something this week. <laughs> yes, I did. Paul's learning corner. I did. <laughs> we have talked about uh, time on site and bounce several mm-hmm. times. Yeah. And I was corrected this week. I, I can tell oh. you exactly what a bounce is. And what a time on site is. Hold on, before you answer that, are okay. you mean what they are in reference to Google Analytics definition of them? Yes. Okay. Uh, we have like I remember uh, there was a few podcasts where I was said, you know, a bounce is when they go to your website and then they leave within X number of time. That's actually not true. I was on a, a Google forum and I, I read this. What uh, time on site is is related to a bounce, but not it doesn't measure. It, it, it measures your timestamp. So time on site is measured by the timestamp of your very first page view, and then the timestamp of your very last page view. Right. That yeah. is your time on site. Yeah, for total. A right. bounce measures the time. Well, I guess a, a bounce is when they view one page Only on one your page. site. Right. Regardless of how long they stay there. If so there's no 30 second one, limit or whatever. There's okay. no time limit. They could stay there for an hour. If they only visit one page, that's a bounce. So you guys watching uh, this podcast right now, go ahead and visit another page so it's not yeah. a bounce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and that was like, wow, that changes a lot. Now, what happens is if you only visit one page, you don't go to another page. So there isn't a timestamp. There's stamp. no timestamp, yeah. So the time between timestamps is zero. And that does get factored into your average time on site. And when I read that, I was like, oh, my gosh. That, mm. I mean, that, that kind of changes things up a little bit. That, that changes everything. It changes I mean, a lot of stuff. At this point, you know, now, now i got to go research that. Yeah. Because I've read documentation where it says that, um, you know, bounce rate is 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. And so at this point, you know, somebody visiting one page mm-hmm. and then leaving may be a good deal. Especially if the conversion happened yep. on that page. Exactly. Yep. And, like, and even <laughs> now, we build sites where you have forms on the home page, and we're really trying to get them there. We, we want a high bounce rate. <laughs> yeah, actually. if yeah. that's the case, yeah. Yeah, then a high bounce rate. Well, and it makes good. sense because from Google Analytics perspective, they see the page retrieval, right? That's mm-hmm. when their mm-hmm. analytics code gets run. If you go back, there's no other entry. So you could stay there for 30 minutes and then leave, mm-hmm. there's no additional touch point for Google to say, hey, another event occurred, they stayed on the site, they didn't stay on the site. They just assumed they left. You know, Even if that page is still up an hour, yeah. four mm-hmm. hours, 10 hours later, 
if there's been no, no interaction. No it was, uh, I was like, wow. Because I've always, I've read about the actual time being mm-hmm. counted and third, I'd read like five seconds and, but you know, when I really thought about it, I read this actually on a Google, uh, on Google, one of Google's forums, uh, one of their moderators put that. And I was like, wow, okay. But the other stuff that I read was, was from just random other sites. And I was like, this really makes sense. So that now when you're doing your analytics and you're thinking about, man, I have a really high bounce rate, you know, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah, and we should not getting conversions. Yeah, yeah it, it, there you go. <laughs> yeah, if your bounce rate is high and you're not getting any sales or no any, phone calls, yeah. no form submissions. <laughs> well, it's kind of now we've got two kind of standard phrase about you know what owners think of their websites. We've mm-hmm. never had an owner say, "I don't care how few sales I get, I just want it to look really good." <laughs> They actually say, I don't care how ugly it is, I, I just want to get sales. Results. And we don't, we're never going to have anyone say, I don't care how few sales I get, I just want a high time on site. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, I don't care what the time on site is. In fact, make them all bounces, make yeah. them all zero time, just make them call. And uh, and that's what we focus on. And we've actually talked about that that specifically in our in our in a couple podcasts. Um, you know, you do all this work in this elegant design, and you've got this 20-page website, maybe more. And your desperate goal is to have them come to the website, call, and go away. Yeah, there you go. So it's it's about results. And the one note I was going to add to to the blank stare news was I was reading another article because Google took a, uh, a financial $5 million hit, $500 million, yeah, million. $500 million hit in anticipation of fines from the federal government regarding um, illegal drug pushers, basically. So oh, this is, yeah. This is <laughs> prescription drugs. That, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, illegal pharmacies is probably the right way to put it. And uh, the end of the article said, uh, interestingly, this was not released by Facebook. <laughs> eat it, eat your heart out, Facebook. There you go. I'm sure they love it. All right, we've been we've been at this a while. Um, let's just give a teaser. We're going to talk a little bit about SEO versus social media. Is there a best choice? And we're just going to have to talk about that next time. Yeah. Yes, because we're there uh, is a best choice. There is a best choice. End of podcast. Um, You guys have been listening to the most popular SEO podcast on iTunes. That's because of you. Thank you. We appreciate it. Um, You know, the enthusiasm that we get from our reviews, uh, you know, causes us to read them. And and really, we're going to be high-fiving all day because some grandmother's listening to us. And uh, you guys can do that, too. Just go to iTunes, create an account. Uh, submit a review and then hit us up either on Facebook or Twitter. Let us know you put it out there. Make sure you include some contact information so that we can give you an appropriate shout out. Like Kathy, um, the grandmother, the frazzledhomemaker.com is her website. Yeah, shout out to Aaron. Uh, Aaron, I got you. Uh, email bounced back to me. I found it in my spam, so I'm going to resend that to you. This is a prediction. I had a long oh, conversation okay. with him. Uh, so, yeah, thanks for the review and uh, check your email later. That's cool. Um, you can send us an email at podcast at e-webstyle.com. Stalk us at facebook.com slash e-webstyle, twitter.com slash e-webstyle, youtube.com slash e-webstyle. And you can listen to this podcast at 9.15 Central Standard Time on Friday mornings. Uh, just go to e-webstyle.com slash SEO podcast. 
Did I get everything? Okay. And our website is well, eWebStyle.com. Yeah, we, we, we never we say that. <laughs> and, we, and we do websites. And we actually have a phone number, 713-592-6724. Feel free to give us a call. We are still doing uh, – remember, now it's possible that if you submit for a five-page website – five-point – five-point website analysis – you could actually be your website could actually be included in our video podcast, um, which we're going to do right now. So, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, and here's the here's the stickers that Dean Calhoun sent us. Open it up like a Christmas. <laughs> oh wow! Oh, with the QR code on. Oh, man, I'm a nerd. Yeah. I'm crunk about a QR code. <laughs> that is cool. That's what's up, man. Maybe that is should. very cool. You can sit. Yeah. With these. If you guys are I'm watching, like, oh, this is awesome. This is what we just got <laughs> What is it? Thanks, Dean. Yeah, appreciate you, uh, Dean. That's what's You owe us 25 cents. <laughs> yeah. That is very cool, though. We'll send yeah, you I'm an just... invoice. Um, all right. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, until on paper to bill you. <laughs> we'll see you on the next podcast. Until then, my name is Chris Burris. Paul Hanson. Charles Lewis. Bye-bye for now. Highbrow, highbrow Tamely, gamely Headed my way Cool as mountain snow Girl, glow, girl Pining, shining Needing some play Where have you been all my life? Something pure yet so She's gonna set me free oh,